Hey guys, welcome to episode 38 of the NattyCast. I'm your host, Peter Bowman, and in this episode, well, it was supposed to be a full episode with my man, Joshua Kenyon, who I've had on before. Um, Many of you know him probably from Instagram. Um, He recently competed at the Muscle Mayhem, uh, which is a very, very large natural show, and my previous conversation was um, him leading up to the show, kind of, you know, how prep was going and things like that, talked to him about um, his bodybuilding past and all that good jazz. Um, This time, I wanted to have him on to kind of, you know, talk about where he was at uh, post-show, so unfortunately our recording got snubbed after 16 minutes because i guess my recording software just said fuck it so that's not fun uh but i'm gonna include the first you know 15 minutes or so of our conversation that i was able to record so i'm gonna play that um now and then afterwards i'm gonna try to sum up kind of what we talked about after the fact and things like that so here we go uh let's get into this uh bit of conversation i had with josh i appreciate you taking the time to come back on i wanted to talk to you about you know kind of where you're at post show and like yeah some things like that because you know i think people would find that interesting and all that good stuff so Uh pretty actually first i want to ask you what was your um what was your kind of peak week protocol? Did you do anything uh did you load on a significant amount of carbs or did you kind of cruise in doing what you were doing or any water manipulation or anything like that or um well they, it wasn't really too much changes mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the week I was actually still on lower carbs because uh, I kind of needed to uh, come in a little tight a little tighter uh, so mm-hmm. we yeah, we stayed on lower cars at the beginning of the week, and I was actually still doing cardio. I think it was Tuesday and Wednesday gotcha. before the show. Just you know, some low intensity, steady state. But um, and my carbs went up to about I think it was around four hundred grams for uh, two days prior to the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I flew in there Thursday, and you know I stayed at Jeff's house, and so it was so cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw you. You got to meet a lot of people. You met, uh, yeah. you bet you met Jeff Nippard too, right? Yeah, man. It was, it was just a surreal experience for me yeah. coming from, you know, just where I live and everything. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine. Um, yeah, you definitely looked peeled. Um, you won, you got first in your class and then you came up a little short in the overall to some dude who was like, he was obviously very experienced, correct? Yeah, um, yeah. So I won the. the G- I was initially intending to do the the team class, but mm-hmm. it was funny. I actually was going to be the only team, I guess, competing really? in the team class, <laughs> or at least, yeah. There was no other, you know, teams in that in the class team class. Wow. So I uh, I did the junior and the open, um, and that was it was so cool. Yeah, I actually I I won both. Uh, I won the middleweight open and the junior class. So. That yeah. was really just surreal for me. Yeah, that's amazing. So where did you, are you still um, working with Jeff, or did you uh, um, stop after prep? Are you kind of doing your own thing at the moment? or? Uh, yeah, basically, now, what I will say is um, 
on my part that I I believe personally that I um, should have stuck. Which you know, looking back now, it's kind of like I kind of made a, a a bad decision because after the show, yeah, I pretty much went you know did my own thing. I was starting college mm-hmm. um, very soon, you know, yeah. after the show and. So I was kind of just, you know, decided I was going to do my own thing for off season, but I really felt like I probably should have, um, you know, at least for the, you know, these past few weeks, um, you know, right after the show, probably should have, you know, stuck with them, you know, um, just trying to, uh, you know, do the recovery diet. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I put on a little more weight, you know, than I planned. Yeah. But. Um, you know, I talked to, uh, I, I don't even know where, um, let's see, I'm trying to, I can't even think straight right now, man. <laughs> You're fine. Good, but, uh, AJ Morris, yeah, I actually spoke to him the other day about it, and, uh, mm-hmm. so, I just decided I'll, I'll stick, I'm about 190 right now, so I'm mm-hmm. actually, like, 25 pounds above gotcha. my lowest weigh-in, so, around there, uh, but. And, of course, obviously, I was trying to put on some weight, but basically what happened was right after the show, my structure was not there. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until, you know, a little while that I really got, you know, now I'm, you know, I have structure implemented and everything. So I'm basically just going to sit around this weight for a while. Um, you know, I, I thought about trying to, you know, cut down a little bit because I felt like what would have been better is, you know, like a month, you know, later after the show being around 10% above, you know, my stage weight. Mm-hmm. which would have been about probably about 180 mm-hmm. so about 10 pounds less than where i am now um but i decided you know talking to uh, aj morris about it you know i shouldn't try to you know now cut down mm-hmm. you know since i'm still kind of yeah in that's that vulnerable state yeah i would advise the same thing because i was there before where you just you know you put on a bunch of weight like initially after a diet and then you just go uh-huh. back to like trying to diet again but mentally you're just not even close to like ready to do that um and then you just kind of go into that cycle of like the yo-yo dieting uh-huh. um so yeah i think that was great advice yeah aj is amazing he's someone i would like to have on this podcast you know eventually yeah, as well and for sure, yeah speaking of your um your jump i don't know you saw chris jones compete right yeah 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 i know he yeah they fall on that <laughs> I just watched his um, recent video, actually. Uh, yeah, actually, that's funny. I just did, too. <laughs> yeah, he was already back up to, like, 190. So he already, like, he's planning on, um, you know, dropping the weight back off, just getting on macros. But, you know, Chris is so experienced. His way of prepping is so, um, you know, like, I don't know any other natural bodybuilders that prep the way he did. Because I don't, I'm... I might be wrong, but I'm I'm 90% sure that he doesn't even, you know, track his macros to a T at all. Like, he knows what he's eating, like, in terms of, like, um, you know, like, 10 ounces of, um, you know, chicken thigh or shrimp, and yeah. those were his typical meals. But I, he doesn't, um, he just goes off, you know, intuitive, and being intuitive and, like, cutting carbs out of meals and kind of seeing how he goes. Um, uh-huh. And then, yeah, the amazing thing about him was he was still, like, having essentially, like, two cheat days, like, up yeah, until like yeah. three weeks out, like right. drinking on Saturday, going out all Sunday. So I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah he was just, he was grinding them in. Like, I think he was saying he was doing two a days and yeah, yeah. He was definitely uh, putting in the party hard. Work. Yeah. I'm glad he decided to compete because I think everyone's always wanted to see him, um, 
you know, get on stage. So it's kind of cool. And he's talking about, you know, doing it again in the future after he bulks. So I'm excited yeah. to see that. Yeah, because, you know, I was, I've was i been following him for um, a long time. And uh, back when he had just his original channel, Physiques of Greatness. And mm-hmm. I remember whenever he was, you know, 2013, supposed to compete with Matt Ogus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that little rivalry there, that was really... That was a cool time, man. And I was younger, you know, just starting to get into lifting, really. And him and, you know, Matt Ogus were some of the first guys I started following. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it was crazy, man. I got to meet Matt, too, actually, by the way, at the show. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw a pic, yeah. That was unexpected, like, just because, you know, I wouldn't have even ever probably gotten into Mm -hmm. bodybuilding like I did or known about 3DMJ if it wasn't for him. Yeah, for sure. So, I think yes. he's where I heard about it too, um, in the first uh, place as well. So, yeah, that's awesome. So now you're sitting right about 190, and you said you've gotten, you know, back to some structure. So, are you tracking uh, macros now, or are you doing, um, you know, so- somewhat an intuitive approach, or what's that like? Yeah, well, it I'm I'm tracking, but yeah, it is kind of rough tracking because you know I'm at uh, university now, mm-hmm. and so like I'm on this meal plan, so. Like, so I'll eat, you know, like, maybe two of my meals at, you know, that dining hall at the university. Yeah. Um, But, you know, obviously, you know, it's kind of intuitive, but I'm getting, you know, mostly, uh, like, you know, grilled chicken or, you know, uh, you know, baked potato, you know, getting a lot of my micronutrients there, uh, things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, obviously, you know, if I'm eating, like, my meals at my apartment I'm staying at, you know, I'm kind of tracking what I'm eating, like, you know, mostly quote-unquote cleaner, you know, foods, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of trying to be consistent, eating mostly the same things. Yeah, I was, uh, the, I was the same way. My college had, uh, that was what I would eat, you know, we did a dining hall, um, and I would go there, yeah, after the gym, and they would just, yeah, serve, like, grilled chicken. I would usually get, like, I don't even know, just, like, a lot. <laughs> Yeah. And then I'd have like, um, I'd have like micros usually too, but then sometimes I would just, you know, F off and eat whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't really, I wasn't paying much attention to my macro. That was before I really got into the nutrition side of things. Uh-huh. Uh, but I stayed in, you know, decent shape year round. Uh, so do you have an idea of like what your calories are at or any like, um, range? Well, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, trying to really, I guess, kind of trying to figure out, like, you know, or at least roughly estimate where my maintenance is right now. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, before I actually talked to AJ, you know, like I said, I was actually, yeah, you know, I was really trying to think about trying to actually cut down. Yeah. So I was actually, you know, probably, you know, a little less than around, you know, you know, less than 2,500 calories probably. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and yeah, basically I got to the point where I was kind of like, man, I don't, I was just kind of questioning, you know, whether that was the right decision because, you know, obviously being, you're not completely back to, you know, a normal state, you know, starting to try to diet back down out, you know, there mm-hmm. were days where I was, you know, my hunger was higher and, yeah. you know, I might eat a little more. And so it was just like, you know, well, is this even the right, you know, thing for me to be doing, you yeah. know, and I kind of had that question. And so it kind of just messed with my head. Cause I was like, man, am I actually doing what I should be doing? Or should yeah. I just try to, you know, stay where I am right now and just, you know, hold off. So, yeah, I spoke to him, and so now I'm, I'm trying to kind of roughly guesstimate around what my maintenance is. Uh, 
probably around. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm you know, kind of just yeah, it's kind of trial and error to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So around, I'm trying to track around 2600 right now, 2500. See where that is and mm-hmm. see how bad my weight you know fluctuates or whatever. Gotcha. And gotcha. then go go from there. But but yeah, I'm not you know I'm not really strictly like I'm not weighing food out or anything, but. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much eating mostly like my breakfast is usually, you know, I'll get some fruit, get some some oatmeal, you know, put maybe, you know, a tablespoon of peanut butter in there, a uh, little packet of stevia or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, protein shake, you know, and then like my second meal, you know, I'll go to the university after my classes, eat, you know, a meal there, and then you know, maybe I'll work out, come back, you know, to the apartment, or maybe go to the university, get, you know, post-workout meal there. Gotcha. Something like that. So yeah, I'm pretty much trying to just be consistent in eating mostly you know the same things. Yeah, and then kind of you know tracking from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, college is definitely the struggle when you're trying to track. I didn't do much of it until you know later in college. Uh, I think I, yeah. I I didn't really start tracking until my senior year, which was like coming off. Maybe it was like at the end of my junior year. I'm not positive, but it was it was coming off the end of my dirty bulk where I obviously wasn't tracking. It was just uh, like it was just like seafood, eat food, like yeah. slamming everything I could. So, um, yeah. So I forgot to ask you, how low did your um, calories get um, during prep? Uh, let's see. It, it wasn't too bad. It was uh, my protein. You know, I actually kept my protein at two hundred grams. My fat uh, dropped down to forty grams, and carbs uh, two hundred. Mm-hmm. And actually, though, I think you know, at the, towards the end, actually. He did actually put my fat back up to 50. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's about where I was. My carbs lowest were 200 grams. Yeah, that's not bad um, at all. And, yeah, uh, although, obviously, for me being my first time prepping, I'll definitely, even at 200 grams, you know, just still, you know, you have that, you know, your leptin levels are, you know, not where they should be. So you're still just hungry all the time. Yeah. And so that was definitely just, you know, a new experience for me, something mm-hmm. I've never experienced before. and. And yeah, um, glad to kind of you know be be out of that state now. Yeah, I feel you. So yeah, I would say based off your physique and everything, I would say that what you said twenty five hundred to like twenty six at the moment. I would say that, yeah. Well, that's where I'm just kind of you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I would say, to be honest, I would say that's probably putting you in a slight deficit. I would assume your maintenance is a bit higher. I mean, everyone's um... right, right, yeah, and and like uh, not to jump in, but uh, yeah, like whenever I started like working with Jeff, pretty much, yeah, we actually that's about where I was initially most, at uh, when I, yeah when I yeah. first started tracking, like because mm-hmm. I was about two hundred, two hundred ten, and so he put me about twenty five, forty calories, and yeah, I was just dropping from there. So so yeah, I might you know if I'm notice I'm not you know, putting on any more weight, maybe up it up a little bit more. Yeah, that's the hard thing with, um, you know, this whole bodybuilding thing because so much goes into it. There's so much um, with, like, the tracking and everything because I did a reverse diet of my own, which I finished about two weeks ago, which lasted um, eight weeks. So I wasn't starting from a place of being, like, super lean. So that's kind of why I think the reverse worked better for me in a sense because you obviously, like, my hunger wasn't as bad. Um, and things like that from my starting point. Um, and before going into it, I was being sort of intuitive tracking. Like I guessed I was finishing most days between like 25 and 3000. Uh, but I was still scared to like, you know, um, eat a lot. 
So uh-huh. my goal now is to, you know, sort of get my calories up. So I did that. That's why I did the reverse. And I sort of started at 2,600, almost 2,600 calories. I think it was 2,630. And over the first week, I lost like, you know, over a pound. So if you like do, if you do like the science, like week to week, like 500 calorie deficit a day um, equals to a pound of weight loss. So mine was over that. So if I was looking at that first week, that would put my maintenance at like 3,100, you know, but then, Uh you know, as the weeks go on, it obviously changes, um, you know, week to week, you know, some weeks you're gonna, some weeks I gained weight, um, other weeks I lost weight after raising it. So that's why track, like tracking your, you know, intakes and like your weigh-ins obviously consistently helps. Cause I remember towards the end of the reverse, like the wa- the last, um, the last, uh, I forget what it was. My weight was pretty much stagnant. Uh, my first weigh-in was 193.9 the, f- the first day. Um, All right, guys. So that is where my recording software said, fuck this noise. I'm no wrong- longer recording and cut out, which is unfortunate because we went on to have a really good conversation, uh, which I'm going to try to sum up now. Essentially, where we cut off, I was talking a bit about my reverse diet um, and how I I did that and how my weight kind of stayed pretty stagnant throughout the whole thing, with the exception of the last week where it did bump up to like 197 and I even saw like a 199 on the scale. Um, And I'm going to get back into what I'm doing now in terms of, um, you know, bulking and training and stuff and touch a little bit on uh, me, give a little bit of update about that. But essentially to sum up the, I can't really sum up the rest of it because uh, we talked about a variety of things. Um, but one of the main takeaways we talked about is I, I asked him how his training was going now um, and things like that. So we really touched on um, intensity. And I, I really spoke about the fact that, you know, the more that I've learned over the years, it's almost the more you get bogged down uh, by information. Um, and you sort of start to think, overthink things way too much where I feel in the past, I was just, you know, solely more focused on just the training aspect, you know, training intensely. Um, you know, back then I did a body part split, which I touched on. Um, and I used to just go on and, you know, completely kill like one muscle group and it was just, you know, intense, intense sessions. You know, I, I wasn't having the frequency I do now by hitting everything at least twice a week. Uh, but I, you know, I, the workouts felt amazing. You left feeling great. Like you really pushed yourself with drop sets, supersets, you know, really focusing on intensity. Um, and we began to sort of, you know, talk about that. Um, and he brought up, yeah, that that's a thing he's trying to focus on as well. You know, just intense training, you know, really getting focused in and zoned in on your sessions. And he brought up, um, Doug Miller, which is a great example because if, some of you know may know Doug Miller, but he's like the number one natural pro out there. The dude is insanely massive and muscular. His muscle bellies are just like ridiculous. Like you would not think he's natural um, if you saw him, you know, first of all. But I guarantee you he is. Um, he's a very, very well-renowned guy. He has, you know, multiple supplement companies, multiple businesses in the fitness industry. And this guy's training capacity, like his ability to train with an insanely high amount of volume is just unbelievable. And, you know, that is something that you obviously there's a genetic aspect to it, I believe. But there's also something to be said for, you know, 
building that training capacity over the years through intense training and high volume training. And, you know, that is something that I would sort of like to emulate because um, it got me thinking, you know, a lot of natural guys, I feel like they sort of, you know, take to science too much at some points um, and sort of aren't really training to their full potential. Um, and this is a, another common problem I see with also just people who train in, um, or who are always sort of dieting as well. You know, they sort of have that excuse of like, oh, I'm not supposed to be performing well. Um, I don't have enough calories, this and that. So it's, I think it's a common, you know, problem with, um, you know, a lot of natural guys like holding out on the intensity aspect of their training. Um, and you know, if you watch, you know, IFBB pros, um, train and a lot of, you know, guys like that, they're obviously not following like an RPE scheme or anything like that. You know, they're doing a lot of work to failure. Um, of course they warm up and do things, you know, adequately, but you know, their training is obviously super intense and you can see it when, you know, they're doing like drop sets on leg press and like all this crazy, crazy amount of volume that you don't usually see, you know, normal athletes doing or especially nat natural athletes doing all the time. So I, I think this, the science behind all the stuff I've been learning about over the past few years, like how you don't want to overtrain. Like, I didn't know about any of that stuff. I didn't know about deloads. I didn't know about like, you should take like a certain amount of rest days. Like literally after I got into the gym, it was just go, go, go. Like I, I didn't plan rest days. I only took them when I, you know, couldn't physically go to the gym because of like schoolwork or other, um, what's the word? Other commitments, I guess during the day, didn't take a deload ever for like the first like four years of training. Didn't know what that was, any of that stuff. And so as I guess sort of the science can kind of bog you down to a point because I didn't really notice anything too detrimental from, you know, not doing things properly at first because a lot of it is just super mental. So that's when the psychological aspects come into play when you do learn all about this stuff and you second guess yourself on like, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Uh, which is why I believe it's another reason why, you know, a coach can be so important for somebody, especially even advanced people, because you don't have to think about like these certain aspects. You sort of just stick to the plan and you adhere to it and your coach holds you accountable. Um, they make changes as you go, et cetera, et cetera. So it's much more streamlined. Uh, but when you know you're, you're doing things on your own, there's basic principles which you should be chasing, which is, you know, progressive overload and all this. But you don't want to get bogged down by um, a lot of the science, especially if you're a beginner in the first few years of lifter, lifting, because anything will work. So just make sure you're chasing progressive overload, getting stronger in the gym. But don't be afraid to push yourself, you know, have fun with some workouts. Like I used to do some workouts where just be completely off plan. Um, and I just go in and like do, I think I mentioned this before, but it was like that Mike Rashid style, like iron marathon where you just like load the bench up with like eight tens on each side and just do like a shit ton of drop sets, uh, supersets, you know, you can have fun with these things from time to time and, you know, just really get after it in the gym. Um, obviously you want to make sure you're doing everything you can to recover, but again, you can get into that hole of like trying to optimize everything too much. And then it just you know, your mind just goes back and forth of like, am I doing too much? All this, all this, all this, all that. So you really just want to focus on the big things, you know, the training, the progressive overload, um, and the nutrition. And if you're eating enough protein, you know, um, you're adhering to a, a good diet, you're eating enough, you're training hard. 
I don't think you really need to worry about too much, especially in those earlier stages. So um, that's a, a largely what we talked about, you know, intensity. I've even heard, you know, uh, many of you may know of Max Hype, uh, which is the workout program created by Christopher Barakat and Chris Elkins. And, you know, Chris, uh, Christopher Barakat even said that was part of the incentive for, you know, that training program because um, it's obviously the two creators are both natural, Chris Elkins and Christopher Barakat. Um, and, you know, one of the things I heard Chris, I believe, say on another podcast was that's where he got a lot of the motivation to create this program was because he, you know, he just saw so many naturals, um, you know, not really pushing themselves in the gym, training hard. And that program is intense. You know, it's hard. Um, it's, it's a lot of volume. It's a lot of work. Um, so you can really make a lot of good progress on it, but it is an advanced program. So I, I do highly recommend that program. The reason why I ran it for a while and it, it was, you know, amazing, but, um, one of the downsides I would say about it is if you work out at a busy gym, which I was at the time, um, I also also had to make altercations because of like personal injuries and things like that. But if you guys want, I'd highly recommend checking out that program, especially if you're intermediate uh, to advanced. But one downside is there's a lot of like supersets involved and um, things like that. And at the time I was working out of working out at a very crowded gym, um, especially during a lot of the times when I got to work out. So it is hard to kind of, you know, fit in all those supersets and things like that. But yeah, intensity, I believe, is huge um, for the mental aspect as well. You know, when you leave the gym and you know you just left it, you know, all in the gym. Um, obviously, if you're going super hard like that on a few exercises, you want to, you know, kind of taper down volume or make sure not to push yourself 100% on all exercises. But when you, you know, you finish a workout and you really feel like you accomplished something, there's so much... Uh, to be said for the mental aspects of that um, that aren't even attributed to you know the physical aspects or the the amount of you know progress you would be making per session you know and when I see guys just you know going super hard like on IG and like training super intensely um, you know it's motivating and I I want to be you know that guy because when I see guys in the gym that are just like holy shit like you're killing yourself like they're doing like squats supersetted with like leg extensions and they'll do another set of squats and like superset it with like ham curls it's just like jesus um you know i want to be like that guy that you know trains hard sort of like a doug miller and it's obviously you know it takes a lot of time to you know you know adapt to that amount of volume and really get after it in the gym but you know that's something i'm trying to you know push myself more so towards in the future um, obviously, uh, there's going to be different periods of training where I focus on different things. Um, but yeah, intensity, I believe, is huge. And I believe I've underutilized it um, over the past, especially with being in um, sort of a deficit because I kind of give myself excuses on why I shouldn't be going as hard uh, to sort of try to manage fatigue. But now that I'm back into a bulking phase, which I guess I'll just touch on now, um, you know, I'm really putting the focus back on the training. At least I'm trying to, you know, not thinking about, you know, my food or my meals or did I do everything appropriately to recover, just getting in the zone in the gym and, you know, really pushing myself because thinking about all these other things can really hold, hold you back in terms of your sessions, I believe. 
So just really trying to get in the zone and focus on my training and having good workouts. And it's been going amazing. So like my last, I believe like 13 workouts I've been keeping track have all been amazing. And that's been since my last deload. So yeah, training is going great right now. And like I said, so I finished the reverse about a month ago and I got my calories up to like 3250, I believe. Um, and then ever since then, I kind of took a break from tracking. Uh, but I did make the decision to try and, you know, start bulking, start putting on some weight, start putting on some muscle from that point. So I've been trying to hit at least 3,500 calories a day for the past um, several weeks now. And, you know, it's been going good. And it's it's sort of a mind, a mind fuck because you you realize that you aren't going to be necessarily looking as good and it's going to be a while uh, before you can look as good necessarily because you want to give your bulk some time. You don't just want to, you know, bulk for a month and then, you know, call it quits because, you know, I'm still at the point where like I'm still fairly young and I want to make as much progress as I can, you know, before I reach a certain point in my life where it's like, okay, maybe like I'm this size now, maybe I just want to maintain like a lean look year round but you know to me i'm not there yet and there's a there's things i want to accomplish you know before i start um you know maybe putting less of an emphasis on training so to you know get as much progress as i can out of these next few years i really want to maintain a surplus for the majority of it uh there most likely will be um some mini cuts and things like that um i don't plan on doing um an extended deficit in 2019 but you know these things are always up in the air um i'll see you know where i go but i plan on staying in a surplus for at least you know the majority of 2019 so i'm, I'm excited to start chasing numbers again and really just focusing on putting on size and not worrying so much about how i look and whatnot um even though it, it can get discouraging and things like that but you just gotta you know, stay focused and persevere, you know, through these, through these times. So that's what I'm looking at at the moment. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to touch on, uh, besides the training, I guess I'll talk about my split real fast. Um, so my split currently is a upper lower rest push pull leg split, which has been going very well. Like I said, my last, you know, 13 sessions have all been superb. So that is really good. And I'm really liking the split, like the upper, the upper lower days take a very long time, like close to three hours sometimes, depending on how I'm feeling with the rest periods and stuff. But, um, I'm getting back on my lower days to doing, um, I do squats and deadlifts, but I start off my sessions by sort of burning out the quads and the hamstrings on leg curls and uh, leg extensions. And this is something I used to always do in the past, um, but I kind of got away from it when I started to focus more so on my squat. I wanted to be like 100% in with energy and stuff going into my squats, but I don't know. I've always liked, you know, sort of burning out and getting a pump in the legs first. Um, my performance may not be as ideal, but, you know, my main goal is, you know, the bodybuilding, the size game. And back to the, the leg training and overall real quick, like, I've been hitting legs, you know, solidly for probably about a month now. So my legs have kind of, you know, shot back up a bit. Um, they were sore AF for like the first training block or the first lower day. 
of this mesocycle was super intense and my legs were sore for like a week like just off that like one session alone i hit him again like four days later i believe after that first session um and that just <laughs> it made him like even worse but now they're sort of adapting to the volume uh, so they're not as sore after um i had a lower day two days ago and they're not really sore at all right now so that you can my, my legs adapt super quick especially since um you know they've been somewhat atrophied over the past several months prior because i haven't been able to hit them as accurately i think my only leg volume was like hacks like once a week um and they were pretty light so um i'm making i'm getting some of my legs back which is awesome and then you know on my push pull legs part of the split those workouts are decently long as well um my shoulder volume is pretty low um, throughout the throughout the week um, because I still have somewhat of a shoulder issue, but I am doing movements now that I couldn't do in a while ago. Like I can do incline uh, dumbbell bench now. Uh, I don't feel it in my shoulder at all, which is great. Um, I can even do like dumbbell rows now. I couldn't do dumbbell rows like before because I'd feel like my shoulder like sort of like popping at the bottom of like the movement. So, you know, things are, things are getting back on track. I, everything's still not a hundred percent, but like I said, we're with training and where everything is at at the moment, I'm pretty damn happy. So I'm just going to stay focused on, you know, making sure I'm hitting that, you know, 3,500 calorie mark, uh, every day for the next, like, you know, few months or a month or so. And then I'll see where I'll take it. I may increase calories. Like I said, I'm kind of doing it more intuitive at the moment. I may set myself set macros down the line, but right now I'm trying to hit at least 35 and sometimes I'll go closer to even like four um, if I'm feeling it or if I'm extra hungry or like some shit like that. So yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Like I, like I said, I want to apologize again for, you know, Josh's episode cutting, cutting out, um, you know, intensity was a, a big portion of the topic we talked about after the fact, but we also just talked about a variety of other you know topics and things like that and you know we were going to try and sort of like redo it but it's hard to really redo things when you don't really have like a set plan like we just we just kind of talked like i didn't really plan uh plan out like certain specific things i necessarily wanted to talk about besides the general things like his contest prep and like where he was at now but so yeah, sorry about that, but hopefully we can do another one down the line again sometimes, which I'm sure we'll be able to do. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for this one, guys. Um, I really appreciate you listening. Um, if you would like, it helps out the show if you leave a review and a rating. So I'd really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.